Hello you. Today I'm introducing you to a new resource that I've made. It's called the Human Design Resource a Library and it is a starting point on your human design journey. It's a reference point that you can come back to as you travel and it's my interpretation of the knowledge. It's based on in-depth training, my own research and so much time with clients. But I want you to know that not everything you read here or anywhere will resonate because you are 100% unique. The more charts that I see, the more combinations of gates and channels and centres that I look at, I know this so very, very deeply. So if at any point while you're listening or reading and you want to go beyond the generic knowledge, please know that a one-to-one session is the perfect way to discover how this knowledge applies to you and how you can live as you're designed to. So in the show notes, you will find a first step, which is downloading your free chart. And there'll also be a link to book in some time with me if that's what you feel you need right now. Let's dive into the library. On this podcast, I'm talking about type. So what is type in human design? Well, type is just a simple way of gathering together all the charts with the same strategy. And it's a useful entry point to human design. So it's handy for introducing yourself to others and knowing how they might approach, appreciate being approached. Good because you'll know their strategy. And in some of the other resource library features, I'm going to show you how type becomes less important the more you know about your design and why you might not resonate with some of the memes and one-liners you hear about your type. I'll start with an overview of all the types together. In human design, there are five types, and they fit together as if they're designed that way. So the manifesto type is here to provide the spark to get things going. This inspires the generator and manifesting generator types. They're here to build and create from this initial spark creating and using energy as they move around doing the work. The projector types are here to guide the direction and how that energy is best used. And the projector types are here to reflect back the health and potential of the people and the planet. So you can see that each type has a clear purpose. But often as we're growing up, we're conditioned to try and act like a different type, perhaps to fit in with expectations that we should all be the same, or because some types are a bit much or not energetic enough. Once we see the world through the lens of human design, it opens us up to embrace who we're really designed to actually be, not who we're conditioned to be. Now, I'm going to mention centres at this point. There's going to be another podcast on centres a little bit further on in the resource library. But I just want to mention, as we share type... You can find in the accompanying Substack post a picture that gives you a a real layout of exactly where all the centres are and what they are. So there's a place that you can go to. I'll link that in the show notes and you can take a look. So if you need a visual reference, it's right there for you. So when it comes to centres, we're looking at a chart that's very similar to the chakra system, if you know that. And there's a couple of extras in there as well. So we've got the head 
and the Ajna at the top. We've then got the throat centre. Below that, where you would find the heart chakra, there's the G centre and ego heart. They're two separate centres now in human design. Below that, we would find the solar plexus. Now, the solar plexus has become the solar plexus and the spleen. In human design, you'll see those either side of the charts. Then we've got the sacral and at the very bottom, we've got the root. So it is a familiar, but slightly different if you're used to looking at the chakras. Now, when we're talking about defined centres, you'll see that those are coloured in. When we're talking about undefined centres, you'll see that those are white. And it's the centres and how they're defined that tells us what type we are and therefore what strategy we are. So it all links back together and it really does start from the centres. But today we're going to talk about type. Let's start with the manifesto type. You know you're a manifesto if you have either a defined solar plexus, ego or root connected to the throat centre, but no defined sacral. Those first three centres are motor centres and having one of them connected directly to the throat, where we manifest from, is the key to you inspiring new action in the world. You know you're in alignment if you're feeling peaceful. On the other hand, anger is a sign for you that you're out of alignment. And you can use that like a barometer of where am I right now? Your purpose is to inspire and initiate others to be very much yourself and to be guided by spirit, source, the universe, wherever you feel inspiration comes from for you. You're not designed to do all the doing though. So although it's tempting to want to do that, you don't have the sacral motor to keep that going all the way through. So make sure you have some generators and MGs around to pick up the work of creating from your initial spark. Now, manifestors have a huge aura and they can be too much for some people. Often my manifesto clients tell me that they were asked to be less while growing up and they can learn to tuck themselves away and make others feel more comfortable, which can lead to dis-ease. And at just 10% of the population, manifestors often also feel like they're different from most people with their need to move fast and not explain themselves. So understanding their purpose is really essential to feeling comfortable being themselves. A healthy manifester will free, feel free to express themselves and initiate whenever that desire comes. And they'll feel independent too, even in close relationships. If you have a manifester in your life, don't tell them what to do. Instead, let them initiate. Give them space to work things out and also reach their own conclusions this counts if you've got manifested children as well. Let them work it out. They can do it. If you're looking at the Substack post that goes along with this, you'll see I've included in there a couple of examples of manifestors. Now, what you'll see is that these two charts that I've shown are really, really different. So you can already start to get an idea that, yep, you and a friend might both be manifestors, but... You've got different arrows, different centres, different channels, different gates, different line numbers. There's so much difference going on in there. So, yep, yeah, you will have some similarities. 
course you will. You've got the same strategy. However, (laughs) so much difference. So this is something that I really want you to bear in mind as you go through this learning. Next, we'll talk about the generator type. So you know you're a generator if you have a defined sacral and you've got no motor centres attached to the throat. The sacral is the only consistent motor centre and it delivers consistent, reliable energy for you for the right things. You'll know you're in alignment if you're feeling satisfied. On the other hand, frustration is a sign that you're out of alignment. Your purpose is to create life force energy for the planet by doing the work you love and being lit up. Once you're inspired into action by the manifestors around you, you're here to create and build, bringing things into reality. You have lots of energy, so it can be tempting to take on other people's work. And they can be tempted to load you up with it too. So it's really important to be aware of this as it can lead to burnout. Your sacral is the key to knowing what's right because it will tell you yes or no. Do you listen to that? Your sacral may or may not be your authority because generators can also have emotional authority. So do check out your chart and then go ahead and listen to the authority podcast as well to get more detail on that. So when I meet with generator clients who are burned out and not finding new opportunities, it's often because they've taken on too much that just wasn't right for them, not lighting them up and instead draining their energy. So I often encourage them to declutter all around. So this could be stuff, but it could also be work projects and people. And I encourage them to only keep what lights them up, what their sacral is saying yes to. And what this does is it really frees up their energy and their aura. And it gives space to attract more of the good stuff in. Now, that's a big exercise in trust. But it really, really pays off. If you've got a generator in your life, it can be really useful to ask them yes or no questions instead of wide open ones. Because often they won't know the answer to a wide question. But their sacral centre will always know if it's a yes or a no. So go ahead and use that in the generators around you. Okay, let's talk about the manifesting generators. So you'll know you're an MG or a Mangen if you've got a defined sacral and one of your motor centers is connected to your throat. You know you're in alignment if you're feeling peaceful and or satisfied. On the other hand, anger and or frustration are a sign that you're out of alignment. Your purpose is similar to the generator, to be inspired, to build, create and be lit up. You are also here to shake things up and likely move faster and make mistakes. This is just right for you and is actually showing us the shortcuts. The world can feel slow by comparison if you're an MG. Again, similar to the generator, you can get caught up doing things that aren't right for you, whether that's your stuff or somebody else's. And that can lead to burnout. My MG clients often tell me they've been told to slow down and concentrate on one thing. I remind them that they are here to live non-linear, multi-passionate lives. They also may have a big energy that could have been too much for others at some point. 
And they may have suppressed themselves in order to fit in. You'll know by reading this far that when I go ahead and give them permission to be entirely who they're designed to be, that they feel just seen, acknowledged and valued. They also have a very big energy which might have been too much for others at some point and they may have suppressed themselves in order to fit in. You'll know by reading this far that at that point I go ahead and give them permission to be entirely who they're designed to be. Yeah, it's a clear clear theme in my work and it's the best part about it. If you have an MG in your life, allow them to just be all that they are, fast and messy and full of energy. And I'm just going to say one more thing on MGs because all those charts are different. We say often that MGs are fast and mostly they are. And sometimes I'll come across some with a lot less energy who do not resonate with that. That might also be you. Doesn't mean that you're not non-linear, multi-passionate. You might just not have the speed. So again, this is where it comes down to who are you in your 100% unique chart. Okay, the projector type. So you know you're a projector if you don't have a defined sacral and you have no motor to your throat. Some projectors have more motor centres than others and this will impact how much energy they have available to them when they are alone, i.e. not drawing from other people's energy. So your purpose is to guide the generator types, especially in their use of energy. So they make up around 70% of the population. So it's essential they're heading in the right direction. Projectors are around 20% and you bring a lot of wisdom, which needs to be shared with the right timing to be effective. Most of my projector clients don't feel appreciated in the way they'd like. And I remind them that they need to build healthy self-worth on the inside first in order to be seen and have their wisdom called out. This can look like resting and playing, feeling lighter and healing any trauma. And then a projector with healthy self-worth is magnetic. They need to be especially aware of when they are borrowing sacral energy from generators and to release this before trying to rest. If you have a projector in your world, invite their wisdom and let them know you see them and appreciate them. Last but not least, we'll talk about the reflector type. So you know you're a reflector if you have no defined centres at all and they are all white. Your purpose is to see the potential in people and the planet and to reflect back the health of the population. You're connected to energy and you're able to bring the unconscious into consciousness showing us where we're really at. And you may be able to predict how the energy in a room will play out. Without your own consistent defined centres though, be careful not to get lost in relationships where you might become dependent on someone else's consistent energy. My reflector client, I have just one so far, at 1% of the population, they are rare. My client finds that she needs to take time to rest in her own aura every day and release the energy that's not hers. And the more reconditioning work we do around her centres, the more she's finding it easier to let go of those energies 
and eventually not pick them up in the first place. If you have a reflector in your life, encourage them to rest and take time out on their own every day. As a reflector, you'll know you're in alignment when you feel surprise. And the sign you're out of alignment somewhere is disappointment. And for all the types, discovering what moves you back into alignment is the key. So I hope this quick podcast about types was really useful for you. There are some other ways to learn about human design, so you can listen to the rest of the podcast and all the episodes will be available wherever you get your podcasts. You can read the archives over on quietlycourageous.substack.